Hello again, and welcome back to Message Matters Monday. So glad to have you with us again for our final week of the series, More Than Words. And so today we're going to be talking about the homily and the readings from Pentecost Sunday, which was yesterday. So thank you for being with us again. I'm here with Amanda, my wife. Hi, everybody. And I'm Father Doug Martin. So welcome in, buckle up, and let's get going. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you for sending your Spirit down on us. Thank you for sending your Spirit to lead us and to guide us and to, to dwell in us so that we can feel your presence with us, Lord, so that we can know your presence with us, so that you can lead us into all truth. Lord, you sent the Holy Spirit to communicate with each one of us the Father's love. And in doing that, you have strengthened us and you have given us a mission to share that love with everyone we come in contact with. Lord, help us to do that. Help us to pray for your Holy Spirit to be in our lives so that we can be strengthened and so that we can have the courage to share the love of Jesus Christ with everyone we meet and to share it with the world. It's in your holy and precious name that we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So yesterday, the, the homily was about um, Pentecost and the celebration of Pentecost and God giving the the um, tongues of fire to the disciples uh, in order that they might communicate the truth of his love to, to the world. And it, and it started right there in Jerusalem with people who spoke all sorts of different languages. The Lord gave tongues to uh, the disciples so that they might disseminate the information about God's about the gospel and God's love to each and every person without communication breakdown, without there being a, a problem in translation. They heard directly from our Lord. Right. I mean, there was, I just imagine there were so many different languages there and how hard it would have been to communicate with each other and, and to share the gospel and just that, that God empowered them with his Holy Spirit to have the tools to, to, you know, they didn't have an interpreter. They just had the Holy Spirit and they trusted him and let him yeah. guide, him, guide yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, in, in one of the ways that, that it, you know, it really affected us in, in the homily yesterday was in talking about bringing truth into the conversations that we're in and, and not you know, not having conversations, you know, just to win arguments or just to hear ourselves talk or, or not listening and, and preparing an answer before we even hear the other person and what they say. Uh, that happens all the time in conversations. If you're on social media or if you've seen um, anything that happens on, on CNN or, or Fox News or any of the other organizations, you, you see this happen all the time where where they're saying something, you're like, yeah, but that's not the question I was asking, or that's not exactly what the other, you know, person was saying. I mean, it just happens all the time, and mm -hmm. it, and it happens in our in our everyday relationships too, with our with our uh, family, with our with our spouse, with our children uh, at work. I mean, it, it happens everywhere, and it's uh, really a consistent thing that that we see, and something that we really want to overcome. Right. Well, you you just really challenged me. I thought you were spoken speaking right to me um it, it's with everything going on right now it, it's challenging 
to communicate, especially something you feel very, very passionate about, um, and things, things that we should feel passionate about, but we have to, um, express those things, um, in love. Well, we have to ask the Holy Spirit before we speak, before we type, um, to guide us. Um, yeah, and that was, you know, that was part of the homily yesterday was, was some of the points, some of the ways to, to really communicate effectively is first, have you prayed? I mean, have you asked the, the Holy Spirit to lead you in that conversation? Have you asked the Holy Spirit to prepare the other person before you even go and pray, before you even go and talk to them? Uh, one of the things that I, I do consistently is, is uh, before I go and talk to someone, specifically if it's about something that's important or controversial or something that I know is going to be, um, could be an issue, I always pray and ask as, as a Catholic that my guardian angel go speak to their guardian angel. I mean, you know, the, the, our guardian angels are, are so underused and disvalued. Yes, yes. And, and the, our guardian angel could be such a, an important part of this communication gap as well. And so every time before I, before I do that, like if we're going over to somebody's house to have a meal with them, I ask my guardian angel to go ahead of me and, and speak to their guardian angel so that we have a good time, so that communication is well. Um, all of those sorts of things, just trying to rely on God, the Holy Spirit, and, and those agents that He has given us, the, our guardian angels that that you know can go in between us. And you know, I mean, our guardian angels kind of want to party too. So mm -hmm. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with sending right, them ahead of us, right. you know. But but especially in, in what we're dealing with, I mean, it's kind of hard to to talk about today communication and, and really not talk about what's going on in our nation currently right now with. Um, you know, with with what's going on as far as uh, you know, um, Mr. Floyd and, and and his death and uh, the reaction to that that's happened afterwards, um, a mistrust of, of police and and, and government, um, a mistrust of, of the protesters who are protesting that that some might be you know going too far with rioting and, and especially in, in you know creating damage in their communities and, and not only their communities but mm -hmm. but everywhere. And so, you know, I've seen so much on social media over the last couple of days and, and people just speaking past each other right. and not really, you know, not really speaking truth to each other in a way of love. Speaking and then the truth in love. And, and, and also to understand each other. Right. It's that's a hard, it's hard when passions are high, tensions are high and, and people are suffering and, and hurting and angry and there's there's righteous anger i mean our and our brothers and sisters are, are suffering and so um you know I, we need so much grace to to get through all of this um and, and we i mean we have to as as good christian people when we're communicating we have to communicate the truth and love that that yes. you know racism isn't isn't a good thing it's bad it's evil that injustice towards a, a particular race or someone according to their skin is, is not a good thing. It, it's an evil thing. And that in, in reaction to that and, and trying to understand the reaction to that. I mean, you know, just imagine if one of your family members got attacked, the kind of righteous anger you might have. And, and so this is our brothers and sisters who, who've right. been attacked. This is one of our brothers who, who was, you know, killed unjustly. Um, doesn't reflect on every single police officer. It doesn't reflect on every single white person. 
but you know it, it could reflect that there's a problem somewhere in the system and that, and that something needs to be to addressed and, and fixed and so that's why these people are trying to to um to speak up and, and to yeah. and we should support our brothers and sisters in, in doing that as much as we can to speak up peacefully to injustice that they see and, and that it should happen that way. It's also, you know, again, we're not saying that it's it's a good thing or that it's right to, to you know, create damage, to, to protest in such a way where it, where it hurts or, or creates more damage and, and, and hurts people, but also trying to understand where that's Anger actually coming frustration. from. Frustration, yeah. So, so many years of that building. And, and so many years where... Where it, it seems like, at least to to some of us, that not enough has been done. Yeah. And so, how do we communicate that clearly, effectively, without bias, without um, attacking necessarily? Although, I mean, that may have to happen too in some ways when it's a righteous anger. Then that means somebody has wronged someone else, and there there needs to be something said about that. Um, but, you know, again, this happens in the home as well. This happens. Um... Yeah. Um, I remember when Micah, our, our oldest, was um, really young, maybe four, um, three or four. And we had told him, and we had learned this from parenting, that to tell him, if we hurt your feelings, tell us. We wanted him to be open with his feelings, you know. And so... I remember this time, I don't know what I had told him to do something and he disobeyed me. And in my frustration and anger, you know, I I took that personally. I think we, so many times we take it personally from, from a parenting perspective when our kid does something we don't, we told him not to or, um, and, and, and anything when, you know, someone has a differing opinion, we, we take it personally. And you know, I remember that when the first time he took literally what we had told him and told me, Mom, you hurt, Mommy, Mommy, you hurt my feelings. And it just, you know, it just stunned me and broke my heart because I knew, yes, I yelled at him. Yes, I have a soft voice, but I do yell. My family <laughs> will tell you. But <laughs> I can. Okay. The kids will tell you. But, um, you know, it just broke my heart. That did hurt his feelings, and I did overreact, and it wasn't personal. You know, it's it's it wasn't an attack on me. It was something he was dealing with, and and most of the times with the kids, it's you know, doing something. I can think of them doing their homework, you know, not understanding something, and so they're maybe they're acting out or having a, a frustrating moment. It's not personal. I, I you know I have to stop and think about how they're feeling and um i feel like that's the same thing with all these areas of our life is that we have to stop and pray and ask for um the holy spirit to you know um give us the words and um to effectively communicate um and not take it personally but you know, really listen to the other side mm-hmm. of of the story. Um, you know, and pray for that person yes. to hear you as well. That they'll hear what yeah. you're saying, not maybe not what they think they're hearing, but but they'll hear what you're saying. So, right. so well, as we close this week, uh, just uh, let's just 
have a, a quick prayer and then we'll get out of here. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Again, Heavenly Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for sending your, your Holy Spirit into our lives after your Son's death and resurrection. Lord, help us to be effective communicators. But Lord, before we communicate, help us to remember to pray to you that you would be there present in every conversation we have. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. Have a great week. See you next time.